When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Uh, I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, along, of course, with Marnie Kinris. She is a best-selling author of Get Inside Her. Check her out at wingirlmethod.com. Uh, we are here at Playboy Radio yeah. for the first time ever, and I feel kind of like I should be wearing fur, because I feel like I'm a pimp in here. I this feel like studio. I should be wearing lingerie, so that's interesting. Well, Maybe I'm next your, week. I'm your pimp. Thank you. And you're my hoe. Make me some money. Yes. yes this is something I can't do. I'm, no, okay. You're the Jew. Uh, fine. Then maybe we'll rules. Maybe next time you wear a thong and I'll wear fur. No? Butt floss is not my style. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's because um, obviously people listening can't see where we're sitting right now. So it doesn't matter to them because it's just microphones and but voices. But if they didn't want to see it, they could go to our Twitters. Twitter. But we are doing more social media and stuff like that. So you guys can check out fid- videos. That's photos and videos combined. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, just own it. Um, own it. <laughs> videos. I started yeah, a new word. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very, um, there's, there's mood lighting. Um, yeah. There's couches and pillows. And yeah. then there's martini glasses. And I think this will really um, change the show a little bit. Yeah. Because before we were sitting kind of under fluorescent lighting. And I yeah. felt really ugly. Yeah. Because um, my face changes in certain lights and like. That fluorescent yeah, lighting makes me look ugly. This, this is good lighting for me. Yeah. So I think my... Although we're going to strain our necks because this is very hard looking at each other this way. <laughs> we are getting old. So yeah. this is... <laughs> like I might be <laughs> stuck in this Yeah, because the way direction. we're kind of looking at each other right now is a little bit... Um, we'll get we'll get comfortable. We'll get in our groove. But anyway, we are in a new facility. Yeah. Uh, very glamorous here. Um, unfortunately, we are not naked. Um, uh, but, Again, next uh, week, maybe. Next week. But that is changing here at Playboy Radio where they aren't doing... Or at Playboy, not Playboy Radio. Just overall. Right, they're just oh, yeah, there taking no away all the nudie, the nudie pics. Um, so maybe I can tell my mom that we're actually taping here, and she won't be uh, <laughs> deathly sad. <laughs> um, but we have um, our voice of man, Josh Makuga. Thanks for coming back. Is your mic on? Is it working? I can't hear him. Is is it working? It's working. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, there, oh, it, is. there it is. Okay, oh, good. all right. Um, now we can hear you. I'm here. And you are I'm from for- Between the Sheets. Yes. Which, um, I'm not in trying to insult you. I'm glad you're here, but you were just on the show. And I don't know if Marnie's running out of ideas of people to ask, but you I were like just Josh. here. Why is he back? Because I like him. Oh, okay. Thanks, and Marnie. I thought for the topic for today, he would be a great person uh, to bring on the show. So we're talking Steelers football? Like, what's going yes. on? Yes. <laughs> oh, good, no, good, good. You'll see what we're Congrats talking about. Congrats on the new studio, by the way. This place oh, is thank incredible. You. Thank I didn't you. know this was your first episode here. This is I feel, our first episode. I feel very honored That's to be here. That's how much I like you. Thank Kristen you, doesn't, but yeah, I do. Kristen hates no, me. No, I mean, I'm glad you're here. I'm just kind of like, no, what is I want to wear a suit made out of the shirt that you have. Thank you. I've always said, so obviously people listening cannot see what I'm wearing, but it's like a plaid, like kind of like a Christmas type of plaid yeah. cabin if i was ever a clothing <laughs> designer everything would be old 
man fabrics yep. for yeah. women. Mm-hmm. I love old man fabrics. Yeah, that's called Zara. And we were talking about the that's Playboy true. Mansion yeah. earlier that, that they have a lot of that fabric on the carpet in like one of the game rooms. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Fantastic. And you were saying it's outdated. So thanks a lot. I wouldn't say it's outdated. <laughs> I would wear that everywhere all the time. This is great. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. In the holiday spirit. Well, okay. So before I talk about what it is that I'd like to talk about with you guys sure. that has to do with helping guys get girls, because that's what we're talking about, as wonderful as fashion is to discuss in Playboy, blah, 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 blah. We want to get to the point of the show, which is helping guys understand women so they can do whatever they Way to rein it in, Marnie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was exactly. a very this smooth is, this transition. This is my job on the show. But <laughs> you I wanted two to read. Shut up! I'm talking. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to read uh, an email that I got from somebody um, who I worked with several years ago. Don't know if you still remember, but I was one of the three guys that you and Nutella coached in, in New York in 2013. I used to do boot camps. I'm going to start doing them again mm. in the future. Um, but we had said five boot camps. <laughs> we do boot camps. Uh, boot I'm camps. Boot we camp. had five awesome guys in New York, and uh, Shu was one of them. He was absolutely amazing. He was young. He was still in college. He was open to listening to everything that we said. Um, anyway, he's wonderful. But he wrote, I have been an avid reader of all your emails and can't tell you how much you have helped me become more confident with women and everyone else too. After meeting you in New York, I ended up having a year-long relationship with a Caucasian girl. He's Indian. Oh, he, um, he won. The g- game over for him. He did it. That's the point of my email right now. <laughs> Something that I couldn't imagine before meeting you. Even though that relationship is long over, your approach has helped me fight all kinds of fears I had with women in America. The reason I'm reading this is, number one, it makes me sound cool. And sounding cool at Playboy is freaking, freaking awesome. I was going to say, Yeah, exactly. Fluff that pillow, Marnie. Hey, Fluff that pillow. I have no problems <laughs> patting myself on the back over and over again. And the second reason is because this is this is a common thing that I hear from a lot of guys who are not white, who do live in America or in the UK or in anywhere else where... There's a lot of white people. A lot of white people where they say, I have trouble talking to white girls or getting white girls or they just don't like me. So number one... That is absolutely not true. And Shu had that same belief. He wouldn't approach white girls. White girls love shoes. They, they do. do love shoes. And <laughs> well obviously said. they love this shoe. Well anyway, said. just like a little bit of motivation there for people who are listening. But the real topic that I wanted to discuss this week was, and again, there's a selfish reason for this, but I, I am creating a new product right now. Calling, I think I'm going to call it Say This. Okay, so it's for guys who don't know what to say or how to say something when a woman asks them sticky questions or they don't know what to say or how to say something when they have a sticky topic to bring up. So, for example, let's say a guy is divorced and he starts dating. He doesn't know how to bring it up or he has a kid or he has herpes or he has or he's unemployed. Or Okay, that's considered a sticky topic and questions that women ask. Um, that can cause guys to panic while in the uh, dating dance are things like, oh, you know, you're 40. You've never been in a relationship. Why is that? Or what do you do for a living? How much money do you make? So I want to talk about um, that today and really turn it towards Josh. When you say product, what do you mean? Like a that's easy button? Like you hit it? Like yep. it gives you the answer? <laughs> and it just like speaks it out. I would, huh. You know what? I would actually love to do that. No, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to make it. In your it's going to be a book. I'm going to have interviews with women. I'm going to do a couple of videos. I, really, I what I'm doing is I'm actually sending out an email um, to my list of subscribers saying like, well, what are your what are the questions that get thrown at you where you're like, I don't know how to answer. Right. And then I'm just going to collect all of them and I'm going to give my responses and then send out that information to go so back that. to shoe um what did he do and i feel like this is a cliffhanger how did he oh, get I don't know. the woman <laughs> i have absolutely listened to everything i said and if you want to know there everything i say either listen to this podcast or go buy one of my programs or sign up for my next boot camp and then you will figure out exactly what shoe did 
to get the white girl. And if you want to sign up for a boob camp, Kristen and I are running <laughs> one of those next weekend out of the Learning Annex in Anaheim. I'm Me running a boob camp is kind of like an overweight woman running an aerobics class. <laughs> <laughs> like It doesn't make Which any I sense. Which I had in Hawaii. But you can like boobs and just run That's a boob true. camp. That's true. Because maybe you're learning you want how them to so get bad. them. Yeah. Maybe by the end of the course, you'll have massive breasts yeah no, i don't I'm know good for i don't know <laughs> anyway you're 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 going off topic okay so le- i want to hear some of the questions that women have thrown at you mm-hmm. that i'm guessing have not thrown you through a loop because you seem like somebody who knows how to handle himself well but are there questions that you know sometimes you may feel that if you don't answer correctly it could screw everything up for example are you dating other women yeah, I think that's like probably when you first, especially in, in cities like L.A. or New York or anywhere, really, if you're if you are just kind of playing the field and a girl asks you, are you seeing anybody else? I'm always very honest. I'm like, yeah, I am. I st- I'm seeing other people. I'm, I really enjoy your company. But um, at this point, I'm like not really locked down by any one person. Maybe you could change that. I know that sounds like a <laughs> challenge, but I think sometimes it's a complete that, challenge. It's exactly what work. my husband yeah. said his line was. That's pretty much the exact same thing. He said. Yeah. I, if I was a girl, I don't think I'd like that unless I was really into you. Right. Because that's kind of like you saying, like, prove to me you're worth it. Or, like, right. prove to me that uh, there's a flip you're side good enough. And you're 100% correct because it, it, it could come off, like, cocky. It could come off awful. But I think, again, But not the way that you just said it. Yeah, but I think, like, if a girl hears that, she's like, well, F him. I'm, I'm better. I need a guy that's going to be with me right away and he's not seeing anybody and he's looking for something. But also, I think a lot of girls want that because they don't want in the back of their mind thinking, like, what if he's still seeing somebody? If you trust me and you or you trust him and he's like listen i'm only with you right now then you should you should trust him but if down the line like after a month and he's and he's still or i'm still with somebody then you're probably not the one you're probably not the one i'm really looking for and it was fun maybe we should just move on well we have marissa madsen on the second half of the show and i'm going to ask her how she would react if she heard that statement being mm-hmm. sent to her by somebody that she'd like. So I think that would be really I just saw her eyeballs. Her. Yeah. She's here. Don't tell anybody. Why are you ruining our the show? Surprise. We're supposed Magic. to pretend that she She's just magically in comes outside. in. Yeah. Okay. So what about other, other things? Like let's say you were divorced or let's say you had kids. How would, how, what is the right way to bring up that information? I think, you know, it's it, sticky for some people. You know, it's so funny how human beings are sticky for other people. Like right. I have other human, like, like, <laughs> I'm a human being, and I if I was someone's kid and they had to, like, hide me, it's just weird that that is something yeah. that's – but I understand. Obviously, it makes sense, but I, it's just weird that that – like, you, we're putting in the same vein herpes and kids. Yeah. Like, they're both negative. How do we bring them up? Herpes is way better. Than I kids. would rather hear someone has herpes than they have kids. Why? That's with you for life, too. Yeah, but at least that's only – it comes and goes, you're, and there's medicine to keep it away. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Well, how would you You react? don't have to clothe herpes. Like, well, there's no, like, well, so money. Me, you have to, like – Let me ask you. So are, are those things, like, are they deal breakers for you? Have you, Had you ever been out with somebody who I think, you liked and they said something like that? And... If you're on the fence about somebody, they're a deal breaker. If you are head over heels about somebody, there's no deal breakers, I think, in my in my opinion. I'm, I'm with you because I have yeah. a friend and she was with a guy – for a year and she thought she I mean she was head over heels in love with this guy they were all about each other now he had some like other issues but he had herpes and you know um how did he bring it up he, he, they, they just their, popped out their, and they brought it their up second or third date they hadn't had sex yet or whatever he said listen i really really like you and i know that you like me we've been going at this for a while or like for a few dates and you can i think honestly and we've talked about this on this show and on, on my show and any other shows you know if you like somebody after the first date, in my opinion like, yeah. if I want to spend a lot of time with somebody, I know immediately. And maybe that's just, like, a judge of character or having, like, 
trial and error kind of situation. But if, if but I you know, know who you feel a connection with. Correct. Whether uh, or not it ends up being something great. 100%. Yeah. And um, I think that th- this person knew it. And so he said, he said, listen, I have herpes. And she said, we can work around it. We can have really? sex with condoms. We can, you know, when you're having a breakout or we'll just deal with it. And um, I think that's something to be said because at the end of the day, like something like herpes or like he's not giving her syphilis where it's going to ruin her, her life. But you can get rid of that. But Yeah, you can get rid of syphilis, but syphilis is terrible. I don't know. I've never had syphilis. Have <laughs> Nobody, you? No. <laughs> syphilis is like the kind of thing. I've been watching The Nick on Showtime and everybody or on Cinemax and everybody is syphilis in that show. It's like they had <laughs> sex with one hooker and they've had syphilis forever. Um, no, but like something like herpes is um, that's you can the, deal with. That's like right before HIV in our in our population, in our culture, whereas it doesn't really affect anything besides visual. Right. Like it doesn't. Yes, it's a non-curable virus. Everybody, for the most part, has the one, right? Like my dad has it. My mom has it. My dad had like one cold sore his whole life. I get cold sores. Everybody gets cold sores. That's somebody's one. I am staying away from both of you. I've got, you want to know how I got cold sores? And this is the thing. It doesn't mean that you're gross or dirty. Yes, it does. Do you want to know how? No. No, it doesn't. I know it doesn't. I got cold sores from when I was six months old. Yeah. And it was because my mom had a cold sore and I was a baby and I hit her accidentally like with my hand on her mouth and I got it on my on my hand and play with you I never I don't have it on my vagina sure. I I don't that is I swear to God I'm not just saying that I don't have it on my vagina luckily as a kid I didn't play with myself I I get them I, I never get them on my hand anymore I get them only on my mouth like once but every a doctor three years will tell you a doctor will tell you that most everybody in this room if you've had unprotected sex with multiple partners you and you probably have been around the herpes virus a doctor yeah. will tell you that Right. Um, anytime you go to like any of those things, they'll freak the shit out of you. What they don't tell you is that it's okay. Like right. it's manageable. I'm not like tr- like it doesn't ruin a person forever. Like you shouldn't just walk around like fuck scarlet letter on your chest with a big H. <laughs> H. Like, right. My <laughs> life is what? over. I'm gonna go live in a leper colony. It's it's that doesn't have and it doesn't have to be for kids either. If I was out with a woman and she you said herpes, to me, you're getting really um, mean no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm saying for the kids thing. If a woman was out with me and she said, "I have a kid," I'd be like, "That's beautiful." Some people had a marriage before. Even if I was 22 or 23 and a woman was 30 or 31 or 25 or 26, and she's like, I have a kid. It was from a previous relationship. It was a mistake or whatever. I'd be like, listen, that's something we all have to deal with. It's it's the things in life that kind of make us stronger. It's not going to be a turnoff. Yeah, if like we're over there and we're having sex and she's like, my eight-year-old's in the next room. I'm like, probably not going to have sex here. Right, exactly. Because I just like, don't feel totally comfortable ruins with it that. But is there, yeah. a, is there a better way to, to phrase those types of things to women? Because from what I've been hearing from you and what I believe to be true as well – Women are pretty open to a lot of things if they're invested in somebody. Yeah. And the more time goes on, the more invested they are that they're willing to deal with things. Right. Or, or or be okay with – not sure. Like if you're going on a Tinder but, date, you're getting hammered and you're blacked out and you're like, listen, I have herpes. Probably not going to go much further. Right. Okay? Or it will go a lot further. Or, yeah, or like out. you just gave this person herpes because you just right. didn't open your mouth. Well, Tinder should right? just change its name to herpes. herpes. Yeah. Hinder. Hinder. Because <laughs> really that's what it is. Yeah. Um, like Bumble with this new thing – it is, it is what it is. I think everybody – like that poor Tinder and whatever that they got that billboard up there that says like Tinder equals chlamydia. You're like, all right. <laughs> like, ruined even, entire, oh, yeah. Did you see that billboard? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, up on Sunset there is a billboard that just like has Tinder equals chlamydia, <laughs> Grinder equals syphilis or yeah, whatever, like gonorrhea, whatever. Jesus. They're like, go on this app, get chlamydia. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, but I will say something. Like let's say that a guy is on a date with a girl and she does – you know. He does have something sticky to bring up with her. Like either he's employed, he lives with his parents, he's divorced. Whatever it is, is there 
a better, more positive way for him to frame what he has to share? Like, is there a wrong way to say it? Yeah, so you she's know, just sitting on the fence. She's not. She's not totally into him. Well, you know, I think that uh, for if you are going the unemployment route, or you're going the I live with my parents route, and you're of an age that that's probably not socially acceptable, there's got to be a reason for it, and right. hopefully the reason's decent. Like I just lost my job, or uh, I'm thinking about grad school, or my wife took all my money and ran off to Mexico, or something like that. But if you're just lazy, there's no excuse. Right, and that will be you. found out. No matter what. Correct. But what about if you are just lazy? You're like, no, I just don't want to do anything with my life. I like just like hanging out. Then you're on some weird dating app. That, <laughs> or like you're some girl that's like, I can change him. He's a surfer bum. But eventually he's going to be at the top of a financial firm. Yeah, no. CEO. This dude wants to just live in a salty beard. And that's something that women – I think a lot of time women and men both think the same thing. They don't want to know the answer. So right. they don't ask the question. Well, what I heard you saying was tap into the positive that's underneath Correct. the seemingly – horrible scenario like if you just say i'm unemployed it doesn't sound so wonderful if you ask a woman would you want to date a guy who was unemployed recently divorced and has three kids mm-hmm. no absolutely not that's what most women would respond but if you but gave his them, name is leonardo dicaprio yes yes absolutely right. no but if you gave context exa- like exactly what Kristen said um then they would be more open to it so can you show me an example of a man providing context like let's say you were unemployed right Mm -hmm. and we were on a date we were having a really good time and i said oh so so what do you do for a living uh yeah you could be like right now i don't have a job but this is what i'm working towards and this is what i'm doing in order to get let's let's play it for real like let's let's pretend this is the real question so hey Hey. you're so cute we're having blah 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 blah. (laughs) i'll stop it um uh uh, so what do you do for a living i totally forgot to ask you yeah well you know right now i don't necessarily have a job uh, I was oh. working here for for a while. I was working at you know, at Jane. this restaurant. No, I was working. <laughs> I was working at J and B Financial, and the market tanked, and uh, I really wasn't happy with my job. So I've been kind of searching for something that I that I'm really passionate about. In the meantime, uh, I've been working on some writing things that I'm doing, and uh, I'm I have my job application out there. Just looking for something that actually meets my criteria. But I'm also maybe thinking about going back to grad school. I have some irons and some fires. Okay. Interesting. So you have a lot of things going on. You sound a little bit confused. Uh, I'm not per se confused. I'm just trying to find <laughs> the right balance between happiness and professionalism. Well, because I'm looking to get married in about two years. Do you mm-hmm. think that could, that could actually happen? Um, I don't really like the pressure that you're feeling <laughs> yeah. on me here at this first date. <laughs> this is a psycho Rome bitch. No, but I, okay. I think it was an it was an okay response. Maybe there was a, like a little bit too much explaining, um, but I put you on the spot. I last night had an experience. Yeah. Um, I met this kid um, who. Um, we were not flirting at all. He's gay. And um, he was telling me how um, he lost he lost like 150 pounds. He kind of just started talking to me kind of a little bit out of the blue. We were in the same scenario. But he was like, um, I lost 150 pounds and I used to work. He, we were in a sporting store of a brand. I won't say the brand because I don't know any sort of like legality. Nike town. It was Nike. <laughs> it was actually Nike. Um, and he was like... Um, I used to work in a bank and I was like a financial planner and I worked there for like 13 years and I made a like six figure salary, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but I was like 150 pounds overweight. And um, the way he spun it was so nice. Obviously, it had nothing to do with like us starting a relationship. I mean, I am looking for a gay bestie, by the way. I'm hiring <laughs> if you're looking, our producer. Um, a lot of plaid. <laughs> yes. We can go shopping for old man fabrics. <laughs> um, but he, the way he spun his situation, because now he was working at Nike as a retail associate, and obviously you don't make a lot of money there. Sure. And he's spending half of his salary on Nike clothes. Um, <laughs> but the way he spun it was so positive. He said, 
I was fat and miserable and um, I wanted to lose weight. And so I wanted to immerse myself in everything that had to do with fitness. And once I started working out, this is what I found my passion was, was the world of fitness. I started working in a gym and then he said, so now I'm, you know, I'm just working in Nike and my salary is cut in half and I'm living in a different way, but I know I need to start from the bottom to work my way up because where I want to be in like 10 years from now is owning my own like work my own gym or my own studio, blah, blah, blah. But the way he spun it was so positive, mm-hmm. even though he's probably 37 at this point and working at a, at a store in a mall. Um, but it was really nice the way he did it. And I think that that could be a good yeah, learning experience. Absolutely. That's, that's the and perfect he was way to full of joy. Situation. He's like, I love running. I love this. I love that. I love, I feel so great. And this is not about money. It's about happiness. And I am so much happier and I'm healthier, blah, blah, blah. It's reframing and looking at the positive side of what exactly is going on. But there's also like a flip to that too. Is you, I mean, you're two women that have their your heads on your shoulders that could could really kind of see the positive and negatives in a in a relationship and a man and like see the good things where there is a lot of women out there that only see dollar signs or only are yeah. like uh, I can't that's live like that anyway correct yeah correct so there's obviously I mean I know a lot of girls if I were to go on a date and I'd be like right now I'm unemployed but I'm working towards something like this in the back of their mind they're going I don't see enough dollar signs I'm out of here okay because then... there's girls that are used to like a certain kind of lifestyle so yeah totally because I mean to be honest with you when he was telling me this whole thing I mean I was going like Ur. like if I was with him or something like that, I'd probably be going, uh, you yep. know, like you're working right. at Nike, like you're, yeah. you know, you're, you know, trying to be like, what, what are you doing? Like, I would feel insecure about it, you even though, even though he it? spun it a really positive way. Right. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Because I Because the light at the, the end kid. of the tunnel is so far. It's so in, far away. Yep. But if you're like, you know, really into the person, I mean, obviously I wasn't into him, so I couldn't really Well, actually, that brings the... up an, an interesting topic that, again, I want to talk to Marissa about. We should sure. have just had her, maybe we'll just have her come on right now and sure. join this conversation. I, I would love to hear what you have to say about this, because it is oh, interesting. Just in from just the cold. Just hold on, let me get settled. Take my jacket off. Okay. Oh, you. Um, it is interesting, because when women are at different stages of their lives, and they their own goal is, okay, I would like to be settled down right now. I do want somebody who is in a steady place, who has a job, who has an income. If something else happens down the road, we can handle it together. But like, let me ask you, would that bother you? Would that turn you off? Um, I think what's – I like how you were uh, – Kristen, you were explaining it with your – the gay friend um i liked how he explained it because it made him sound like he had all the qualities that i look for in a man which is ambition guts gay um gay <laughs> you know formerly fat um yeah. uh so yeah, i think he keeps him humble yeah <laughs> it does yeah so i think it's it's more like i like his reasoning behind all of it and those are the qualities that i look for um i'm personally you know a lot I, I'm very much a romantic and so I'm not I don't immediately go to the dollar signs I, I'm not saying it doesn't make me nervous about my future because if you're seriously thinking about someone yes you want to you of course you're thinking well how long is this going to take you know whatever but I I think that I just I like I like the reasons and I think that if if you b- care about that person enough and you believe that they're serious about what they're doing then love beats the the question that might be there like so that wouldn't be a deal take? breaker for you no like that okay no it wouldn't I think it would be uh if he explained it differently like I think I think you have to just make sure that your reasons behind it are 
are Reject. solid and not and not just be like, well, you know, I'm I'm unemployed now, but you know, I'd rather I'd almost rather hear like maybe start by saying, you know, I got laid off or I got fired. Um, own up to it maybe and just not try to maybe sugarcoat it and just or but almost maybe just uh but what if he started like crying at the table oh my god well i that's a little extreme that would be like well like i can see this that you're a little bit unstable so i don't know right. but i i i think <laughs> doesn't it doesn't seem very likely i think it's more like i wouldn't like it if a, if a guy if i was on a first date and a guy was like well you know i'm i'm unemployed but like i have a lot of prospects like it sounds like he's he's masking that he's insecure about it and i'd rather him be like you know what i it kind of it's lowered my confidence you know i haven't even if he was like yeah i haven't really felt it feels kind of shitty to like be honest with you about it but you know that's my situation right now i would respect that way more but would you be attracted to it yeah i would be attracted to him if he wasn't trying to sugarcoat it or that he was masking his insecurity i would rather he just was up front about I think it. the bottom line is I don't think it will make you attracted to somebody. I think if you're already into the person, it'll it won't if they explain it properly, it won't make you run away. What about this? What? Okay, what if a guy said, what if you said like what do you do and he's like, I'll be honest with you. Uh my parents are really rich and they gave me a trust fund so I'm just living off of it. I'd be like, "Holla. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> hang out." Okay. What would he say? I hate the idea of dating a trust fund. No, guy. I, I do too. I hate he's, the idea of dating someone with no passion or ambition. He's mm-hmm. probably like a prick. If you, you I mean, because you just associate trust fund with like little, little spoiled brat. Yeah, boring yeah. as hell. What if you just like listen? All we'll do is is we'll travel for the rest of our lives. Is we'll just like travel. We'll do this. We'll do that. And he starts like throwing out things at you. Do you think that he's just basically using you for like six to eight months and saying I'm going to have it? And then like once I'm done and bored with you, we're done. Because that's what like a, a some like rich playboy may think, or would you actually believe him? That in, he would, like... in my head, I would probably assume that, but hope that it would be different. And here's yeah, my but th- hope and assumption in a relationship are two very different things. That's what you're doing all the time, right? Mm. You're always hoping. You're always assuming. Oh, you're still here. That means we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you know, that that is kind of what you're doing when you're dating somebody. Okay. Even when you're married to somebody, you, you really have no idea if they're going to be there the next day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, honey. Yeah. Uh, hey, honey, you're still here. Better shoot. make them waffles. <laughs> My husband's been out of town for a while. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. But, okay, so for my my real honest answer for that would be um, if he did have a, a plan to do awesome, fun things, I I would totally jump on board for that experience. If I enjoyed him, he wasn't a douchebag. Uh, he had a good personality. He made me laugh. I had a fun time with him. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, let's just go traveling for the next eight months. I'd be like, well, because I, I can do that with my job. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, let's let's go do it and, you know, hope. Well, I don't even know if it's hope. It's like, let's just see what happens and have an experience. But as Marissa was saying, if he's like, yeah, I don't really, you know, do anything, but I live off my parents and make me a lot of money and like I like to take their money from. If he had a negative attitude towards it and was like such a thankless prick, no, I would not be attracted to that. What if though, like, because we're we're putting this all on the man. Yeah, it is always all on the man. (laughs) Of course it is. Yes. If I go to on a date and I'm like, so what do you do? And you're like, I'm unemployed, but I'm like thinking about being an actress, but I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm really just kind of like in between things. Well, this is this old Seinfeld bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is because he dates this this girl or this woman. I know every Seinfeld episode. Which one are you talking about? The one where she's like, 
She's like, I just wasn't into your act. Oh, that. And he's one? like, but you're a cashier. It's cashier. <laughs> it's just like, and then he does it like in the beginning of the episode or the end of the episode. He does the stand up saying like, it never matters what the woman does. It never mm-hmm. matters what her job is. But the woman's always into what the guy's job is. Yeah, but mm-hmm. just a note for the guys who are listening to the show: it, it's that it's what's important to you. So if that's not important to you, then. It's not, but it, it it still does come down to attitude. I'm not saying that that would turn off a lot of guys, sure. but I think like a more positive spin on on anything that you have conversation about, and like a real honest approach is always going to triumph o- over being a negative Nelly or a spoiled brat who's not thankful for anything, and or just straight up lying. Yes, or straight up lying. Exactly. Yeah. Right before we go to the break, I wanted to ask one more question for Marissa. What do you think about herpes? Oh my <laughs> what? God. What do you think about We were about talking herpes? about it before. Is the title of the show just going to be herpes? <laughs> yeah. Because well, like I, a girl has told me I have herpes. If it's and what anything, do you say? let's go. No. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. Let me click. Bag up pay that the shit. Check. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, you know, it's obviously there's there's something that is in the back of your head, like Jesus, am I going to get herpes? Right. But. Uh, you don't also don't want to be an asshole about things. Not saying that I had sex with her, but like I, I was, I mean, I, I've, you're going to have to put a condom on obviously. Right. And you are doing that anyway. Yeah, of course. But you know, you, there's also like, there can be skin contact in other places. There's a lot of things going through your head. Let's just say for a guy, if a girl tells you she has herpes, it's hard to get it up. <laughs> I can understand. Yeah. That. And what about for Marissa? What do you think about that? I mean, what, my thing is that when I'm thinking about the right time to, to say it unfortunately i think that a lot of people wouldn't even like you want to do it at the right time when you're starting to get invested in with someone and then you want to be honest right but the problem is that a lot of people it's easier to have that be a deal breaker when you like someone but you're not in love with them yet so I just, you know, I'm, I've been sitting here trying to figure out, well, when the hell is the right time? Because, you know, no, I, you know, if, if someone told me that, no, I wouldn't want to just shut it down right there. But, you know, just like you said, like my I'm lady boner would go, I don't it yeah. would shrink back. Like I would be like, I don't even know if I want to get into this. What if I guess one of my fears is that I would invest in this person and take this very big risk i mean it is a really big risk yeah. you know it freaks it freaks me out um yes it's manageable but it's a big risk and then what you find out that maybe it doesn't work out or maybe he he dumps you'll you, always have something you know? to remember him by yeah right. but you don't wouldn't like, necessarily get it that's true it's just that it, it is a risk and so it's a strange thing to be like on a third date and then have to decide if you want to kind of so get married to him. You, get married to yeah. him or or also it's like you have to start thinking about the future so much earlier now instead of just being like well we're on this third date i like him you know now it's like oh all of a sudden like a bomb Do, yeah dropped. yeah so i'm not i don't know yet i would i appreciate the honesty and the upfrontness um because I really don't I don't think there's any better time you can't wait any longer so it's just sort of an unfortunate thing and hopefully some people are going to be like you were saying some people are just like you know what it's not that big a deal Mm -hmm. like be an adult and just get over it do you think the guy should come armed with stats uh, <laughs> Listen, and then he has like an NFL. No, here's nine little, and ten people. Here's a aren't, little bit of paperwork. Yeah. So for he you has read Aspergers you and herpes. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Just I'm throw out. syphilis on top for the yeah. cap and put a cherry. And he's unemployed. Yeah. Your chances of getting it are point zero zero four nine eight seven. But would that help if there was like if if the guy did say you know what like it's totally manageable? I barely have flare-ups but i do know ways to you know for you to protect yourself yeah like, i've done I, thorough research for this yeah i think that he would have to be like 
this is what I can do and this is what we should avoid. And I know this is weird to talk about this now, but, you know, just good. I, I, I like that. That makes me more, more comfortable yeah. to know the facts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would think it would. Or what aren't if the next there, like, need to send you, like, websites, three websites? Where, well, aren't there websites <laughs> where you can meet other people with herpes? Yeah, there's, like, herpesmeet.com. Yeah. If you Google herpes, um, yes. just, and you'll be yeah. able to find out all the information just, that you need. Yeah. No, but that's really good information that you do. You want him to come to the table with information on, on, on and how to po- keep you safe. Because that shows something as well. There's mm-hmm. probably a chance where if he brings up, I have herpes, she's going to go, oh, my God, I do too. Right. And it's going to be this big sigh of relief. That's true. That is true. All right. Well, now we have to go to a break, but we're going to come back and we're actually going to go to the flip side of this, of questions that women ask men. And then we're going to dive deep into overanalyze this. I have some good questions for today. So we'll be right back after this. Not happy with the everyday blah, blah, blah. Stuff you're listening to on the radio. Looking to make a change in your life? I think I have a solution for you. Here, listen for yourself. Chris Klein. I don't know if it's the coffee I had or if it's the uh, gratuitous nudity, but I'm ready to go. Tom Sizemore. And um, within two weeks, I was addicted to cocaine. It happened that fast. I had no idea I was an addict. Snoop Dogg. My Playboy superpowers always kick in when I'm around bunnies. Gilbert Godfrey. But God sake, keep me in form. Zane Lamprey. I'm not usually on TV when I'm sober. Yeah, I'm terrified right now. Summer. Think about it, you know? I wasn't like, oh, I'm naked in a room full of people and everyone's staring. Like, nobody cared. It wasn't a big deal to anybody in the room. Tiny Lister. When I become people, people really think I'm that bad in real life. And I'm, I'm the biggest baby in the world. Because I'm from Compton, you from South, South, South. Hope you make the change to PlayboyRadio.com. Couldn't catch Ask the Dog last week? Well, here's what you missed. I lie to people on airplanes, but I always tell the truth to the custom agents. Why? Because you have vibrators in your bag? Oh, no, I'll tell you why. Either, <laughs> either A, I have always. sex toys in my bag. B, I'm just, um, I have like uh, Jewish slash Italian Catholic guilt. Okay. And I'm like always. Double guilt. <laughs> I have double guilt. And I'm always guilt like too. a little nervous. I'm always like, I'm going to say something and they're going to be like, what is that? Throw you in jail. You know, and then I'm, so I right. just, I'm, but I also like to see their face. Right. Because they're like. Cause what I do you, always, how do you I always say? Mark, what do you say? Well, I always mark on my form, this trip was primarily for business, when it was, or when it is. And then they go, uh, what business are you in? And I go, I make sex toys. And they always just go, they like crack this right. smile and they like look at me and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And right. I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, all right, welcome, welcome home. Or right, exactly. Like, welcome to America. Welcome home. And oh, I'm see, like, I wouldn't do it. Cool. I wouldn't do it at customs. No, that would make me scared. To do oh, it no, customs. I do it too. Yeah. No, that's when I no, tell you them. you have to. Wow. I, mean, I lied to someone on an airplane. I used to say I was in plastics. Like, I, <laughs> oh, I, you are? I was like, I'm in plastics <laughs> manufacturing. And the guy goes, oh, what company? I'm with RGB manufacturing. And I was like, I lied. Okay. It's like plastics. <laughs> it's Robinson, like, right? And I was like, I lied. I'm a liar, and I don't have another thing to say. For more, ask the doc. Go to playboyradio.com. Playboyradio.com. Couldn't catch Mansion Mayhem last week? Well, here's what you missed. Halloween is over, and so that's when you know everything goes into overdrive, especially if you're out here in L.A. They're playing Uh, Christmas music at Starbucks. See, that's what I wanted to ask you. Agree or disagree? Should we be waiting till after uh, Thanksgiving to put up Christmas stuff? Or is it okay to start putting stuff up now? No, it's not okay. I think you should wait because it's still like pumpkins and corn and like it's still very like warm and not Christmassy. We don't need to see all that bows and cranberry colored things. It just isn't time. Thank you. I believe that it's Nordstrom's. 
I apologize if I'm wrong, but I did see something. Someone had posted that they had a sign saying, no, you will not see any, uh, you know, any holiday decor until after Thanksgiving. Let's do one holiday at a time. Thank you. I was like, bravo. You guys are finally getting it. Stop it. I mean, I was seeing Halloween stuff in like August. You know what I mean? Going, really? The year flies by as is without that crap. So it's like, come on, let us just slowly ease into these holidays and people already started putting up that's why i was asking because i was seeing posts and i and i i do that's kind of like my morning paper yeah i wake up i grab my phone i lay in bed for about half an hour and i just flip through yeah i just see what's out there on on the feeds whether it be facebook uh instagram twitter and i'm seeing people putting up their trees how do you keep that alive listen to the rest of this episode of mansion mayhem on playboyradio.com couldn't catch Swing with Holly and Michael last week? Swing! Well, here's what you missed. The most common sexual regret they have... For men? For men. The most common sexual regret they have, and it's interesting because we were talking before the show, the number one regret men have is failing to tell someone they were attractive. Failing to say to the woman that they're they're having fun with sex, intercourse, foreplay, whatever... I find you attractive. So going up to them, communicating. Communicating. Well, uh, rejection. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, not rejection. Great rejection. No. The regret. No. Are you even listening? Yes, I'm listening. For more Swing with Holly and Michael, go to PlayboyRadio.com. Thanks for listening to PlayboyRadio.com. And we're back. Now, back to the show. Hey, guys. So we're back. And um, I'm coming back. Uh, and we're still in this really nice studio, and we're going to um, get into some questions that women ask men. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Marissa, are there, like, certain questions that you need answered when you're on a date? Oh, my gosh. I mean, my first thought was something that is a not being on a date question, which is more like, let's talk about, like, sexual health and, like, protection and are you sleeping with other people? Like, that's my first kind of concern mm-hmm. when i get close to a guy um obviously you don't like necessarily bring that up at dinner but um so you don't because the question of like we asked it before yeah. are you seeing other people right or are you sleeping that, with other people um i feel like I it's feel strange like... to bring it up out of the blue over dinner yeah like i don't think you'd bring it up at dinner i think like if you were like making out with a girl and this thing started escalating quickly and like you're back at her place you're like, are you seeing anybody else and then you'd be like uh <laughs> well, answer in 2.5 seconds crap well, the correct yes. answer right now is no, but no, the truth the is, is, yeah. Like, do you want me to be honest? Yes. Do, at, right now, do you want to continue making out? Then correct. no. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I've told you this before when we were talking about like the the open relationship yeah. kind of stuff. Is when a girl freaks out, and I'm like, listen, I'm with you right now. Do you want me here or not? Because if you want me here, then I'll be here. If not, then I will leave. No problem. It's no skin off my back. But in that moment, it's so hard not to be like, no. Because yeah. <laughs> every like the truth, every guy's right. gonna tell you like, no, the cool thing to do is I'm gonna say yeah, but no, in that moment you're just gonna be like, no, I'm not saying it, buddy. I was la, la, la. And I just finish and shut yeah. up. Wait, so yeah. you're you're saying to, that to say I'm with you right now, so make up your mind if you want me to stay or go. Like, right. I get that, but I think that women would just go automatically to well, it's not just you about you being here right now. Like I'm here with like women are. For in the in the large 
large part women are going to be here with you making out with you because they feel some emotional connection so uh -huh. unless they're really just having fun and purely in the moment um that that statement might stress them out a little I, bit. I don't i wouldn't <laughs> see why it wouldn't but also you know? too is like if a woman said are you are you seeing anybody else right now i'd be like are you that means that you're but, seeing but the thing women. is if, if she asks you that she's probably not well okay so marissa why, why would a girl ask that what does it mean when she's asking it means that she doesn't want she, you to see anyone else. Because she is starting to like him, and okay. she's worried. And also, like, if he's making physical advances on her or things are starting to heat up, then I think she's probably not wanting to do anything with him unless she has a clear, at least has a clear understanding of, of where, of she, where she stands. Yeah. So let's say the guy were to say, what was the response that you gave before that I said was similar to my husband's? Oh, you know what? The truth is, I you know I am seeing other people right now. Nothing, nothing serious. I'm just out there having experiences, meeting different people. Mm -hmm. um, but I am, I am getting herpes. I am looking. <laughs> I am looking for something more serious, and I'm really enjoying my time with you. And I'd, I'd like to continue exploring where this goes. Would that be an okay response for you for uh, deciding whether or not to have sex with them? No, no, no. If you said, "Are you seeing other women?" Oh. I think that's fine. I think I think that's there's nothing like shady about that. But what does that I, mean to you? Um, I th when he says I'm seeing yes I'm seeing other women but I'm I'm liking what's going on with yeah, you. I'm enjoying. I I like that. And I, that would make I, you okay with it. For how long would that make you okay? Yeah, I think um I think that I would just start feeling a little bit if I start becoming more invested and then I can tell that he's still that things aren't um escalating and but I but it is for me then I would start to get a little bit worried um because I feel like does he even know if he's just having fun or does if if he doesn't even want to escalate you know there's if he's I not think, escalating it I as well I think that guys can say that meaning two different things I think that some guys can mean it as saying I'm just having fun and I really I, I like you but I really don't I don't really i'm not even thinking about the future and then other guys are like yeah i like this chick it could be something but i'm not going to go there yet so those to me are saying two different things so what if what if the guy had the first intention that you stated which is really just like kind of you know what josh was saying this that relationship person is not me you're never going to get that from me i think he should say that i think he should say you know I mean, I'm not, I don't, I can't predict the future a hundred percent, but you know, just, just letting you know, like, I really am just having fun. I like you a lot. I don't know what's going to happen, but honestly, I'm not, I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, I would rather, I would rather hear that right off the bat. And is that a deal breaker for you? Or I guess it depends on what position you're in if what you're looking for, right? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it definitely depends what, where you are, but yeah, I mean, it's, to me, it just feels like a letdown, you know, that there's not the possibility of more. It's kind of like... Why am I? It's a little bit of like, why am I wasting my time? Right. I What's think the better way to let somebody know that right up front? That they are not looking for something serious. Mm -hmm. To really just say that and not to get invested in someone that is wanting the possibility of more. Does it I've, get confusing to women if a man says, I don't want anything serious, but then acts serious with them? Oh, yes. So what, what does that look like? <laughs> like if a guy acts serious. Clearly I have experience in this area. So, does, so do most women. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? Um, well, my, I would, uh, I can think of one guy that this happened with quite very literally, like he, um, 
he said he mentioned the sort of casual thing up front but that also he was interested in the possibility of more but then he very quickly was acting extremely romantic with me he was taking me on romantic dates he was not trying to sleep with me he was you know kissing me very passionately and saying i haven't had this connection and and uh as things liar but uh here's the thing about that he wasn't he was I, to this day, I still I was hurt by it, but I don't think that he was being a liar because when it all came out and we actually talked about it, he was like, "What? I was, I was kissing you because I wanted to kiss you, and yeah, I wanted to sleep with you, but it, it you know, like he wasn't being a, a jerk. He just I told him, well, you know, your mixed messages, like you took me on a really romantic date. Why did you do that? Why didn't Why didn't we just do something that was a little bit less?" Boyfriendy, girlfriendy. Why'd you put your arm around me? So you'd rather and he like was Chipotle like, oh. and bang than yeah. like Mastros and make out? Yeah. Yeah. Like just be more, you know, don't give off one. Because a lot of times and... girls are like, oh, he's scared. Or like, oh, he's he says he doesn't want anything serious, but he must, he's been hurt in the past and he's doing all these things. And then the girlfriends are like, oh my God, he must like you. He took you there. Obviously, he's into you. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. So it gets very confusing and a lot of emotions get thrown around. Um, and sometimes even things like that can lead us to think something else is happening that maybe we're not totally into but it can put us into an emotional state that creates this I'm not saying it's bad or negative or it shouldn't be done like even Marissa was saying he was clear on what his intentions were he told me I didn't want anything serious and then he acted afterwards so it, it is it is a difficult and sticky situation for well, both people the, but there's also too is like you can say a, a million things but if that's like your natural way of behaving is like being a passionate person and and you know, uh, again, like being in the moment, I think is is very very important. But it also, you're right, it does send some mixed messages here. And so, there. do you think that it would have been better if he said to you, like, I'm looking for something casual? But just so you know, like, casual for me still means exactly what Josh said. Like, when I'm with you, I'm with you 100. percent But I I don't want anything. Long-term. I guess what he did was he just was sending a lot of mixed messages. So he said, yeah, I'm looking for something casual, but I'm also looking for something. I don't want anything serious right away, but I would like to find someone special and telling me that I'm a special girl, you know, it's like, and then, so it was like the timeline of it was that he didn't say that he was dating other people until after all of this had, had happened. So it's like, he just should have done other things up up front because I was taking it all differently. I was, you know, it, he was painting this picture like he was treating me, you know, differently and and and, and that there wa- weren't other people and it just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He no, just that's was, what, it, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating that you put yeah. all that time into somebody. I totally hear you. Yeah. Here, one more question that women women ask men. Um, so the, the, the example that I gave before, if, you know, a guy is 30 or 35 or 40 and older and he's never been in a relationship before, or if, you know, you were to ask a guy, what's your relationship history? And he's never had a long-term relationship before. What's the best way to answer that? What's, what's the best way for a guy to, to answer that question? uh, Let's say, okay, he he just hasn't, he hasn't had a Mm long-term relationship. Is that, should that be embarrassing for him? Uh, can that be a deal breaker for women? Because a lot, a lot of women say like, "Oh my God, he's forty; he's never been in a relationship before." Oh, were you married before, or are you divorced? I think he has it's a red to, flag for a lot of women. I, I think he has to uh, know exactly why, exactly what the reason is. You know, 
um, I, I think again, it's one of those things that you can't just be like, no, I've never been in a, you know, serious relationship. You, you can't, you can't just be like, yeah, it never really happened for me. I think you need to be like, you know, I was really involved in my career or I was doing a lot of traveling or I was in, in a, or I have herpes or I have herpes (laughs) or I was meeting all these girls (laughs) that just didn't, I, no one was meeting my standards. You know, that sounds, or that sounds great. I was with the girl. She ripped my heart out and I never wanted to be with another one. Honestly, that happened to my brother, my brother, my brother's 40 and he got, got his heart broken by his high school sweetheart. He's never dated since. Yeah. (gasps) Mm -hmm. That should be a movie. Yeah, well, it's a little boring. <laughs> it's a little bit of a bore. No, like, I mean, for from like age it, it happens. 24 to age 32, I didn't give, I could care less. I couldn't care less about. Yeah, also, and he could care less after that. He got like very bitter toward women. Oh, of course. Because she like screwed him over hard. Yep. Um, he could care less about women and he liked hanging around with his friends better and he never found anyone that of was of quality. See, like, so he just has been like, no, whatever. But what I'm hearing from you guys is, is you're saying to inject tactfully honest context. Context is really important to women. What you're supposed to say is bitches ain't bitches and hoes ain't shit. That's yeah. what you're supposed to say. Right. Exactly. Here's Thank you, Chris. Okay. Here's what's going to happen if you don't give the woman the reason that you want her to. You have to paint the picture for her. Otherwise, she's going to start trying to make connections. You know, she's going to go, what? Oh, he's never been in a. Okay, what is it about him? Is he messed up? She'll ask more questions. Is he jerky? Like, yeah. So you have to, number one, you do have to like be. But that's how you calm women, by giving them more information. Exactly. Because you want to help them feel a certain way about Unless that more information you. is herpes. Is ba- yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. And that is a perfect place to end this and get on to one question for Herpes over sounds very feminine to me. Like, we should call it heapies because it could be for men and women. Or, Herpes and heapies. <laughs> or death rub. I don't know. Like, <laughs> death rub. Hello, Kristen, Marnie, and guests. I love the show and I've been listening since the beginning, though I'm a few episodes behind. I think it has uh, good... How dare you? I know, asshole. Uh, I think it has good advice both for uh, for when I was trying to meet and date new women and for maintaining a relationship now that I have a girlfriend because of us. I'm just going to take the credit for it. Uh, all packaged because in, a fun, yeah, in, a hu- <laughs> in a fun and humorous way. I have a question. Do you know now that I've uh, increased the font size to like 20 on this? I can see properly. Wow. Go, I'm Marnie. that blind. Horrible. Are you like me? You can't see distance? I can't. Uh, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Too. She I just can't read and she's making excuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question that I'm hoping you all can answer for me. I'm wondering what to do with a vibrator. No, not like that. Like this. About a year and a half ago... I thought this was appropriate for a Playboy, so <laughs> I threw this one in. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I was dating a girl, Sarah. She mentioned that she did not own a vibrator, and I said that I, it was something every girl should own. I bought one <laughs> to give her as a gift. I got one that the store sales lady, lady recommended. It seemed nice and was a little bit expensive. Sarah and I broke up after I had bought it, but before He's I had like, a chance... I my vibrator bag? <laughs> before I had a chance to give it to her. For oh. obvious reasons, it was not uh, returnable to the store. It's been sitting new, unused, and, and wrapped in my dresser since then. Fast forward to now. I've been dating Chloe for about a year, and we are preparing to <laughs> move in together. Oh, he's giving the name. This is a sticky topic. 
at some point, what if it's I monogrammed expect <laughs> she will see everything in all of my dressers, closets, etc. Oh, that's really sweet. I don't want to hide anything from her per se, but I don't want to advertise any X to her either. And I'm so and uh, and so I'm wondering Sell it on Craigslist. what to do with this vibrator wrapped as a gift. The obvious thing <laughs> would seem to be to give it to Chloe, but it turns out she already has this exact model in a different color. Did <laughs> you write this email to yourself? Match made in heaven. This is great. Is there any way to give it to Chloe that won't be weird? Should I just throw it in the trash? Is there some way I could get it to go to it? Uh, to a good home to be used no. and enjoyed. No. It is Christmas time. No. Yeah, take it to the vibrator adoption center yeah. and yeah. You know. homeless VBA. center. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Wait, what do you recommend be done with ungiven gifts for exes? I suppose the advice would be similar, uh, whether the item is, you know, jewelry, sex toys, or something else. Thanks, Andrew. Thirty-five. I, I've definitely had some like. Burn it moments with exes. Do you know really? what I mean? Like she gave me this fucking burn it. You know, he doesn't seem like this, he's bitter towards it. Sarah. No. no, but he's not bitter. Toward, I'm bitter towards a Sarah. Um, <laughs> but I think you get weird and you're like, listen, I know you have one, but let's get two in the action and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and it's a different color. Girls and can like you know correct you... like Tuesday purple, Wednesday went you yeah. know Wednesday yellow, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like let if you want to show Chloe you're into some freaky deaky stuff and you want to keep the sex. You know, a little take it up a notch. Keep the vibrator in the family and give it to Chloe. But you don't donate vibrators to somebody else. You can't be like, "Hey, Chuck, heard you got in a relationship. I got this extra vibrator. It's been sitting on my shelf for a while. It's wrapped. Just change the change the card." Or he could just say it's his. He could just be like, "Look, I have the same model. Let's get it out." Yeah. And I wrapped it to myself. I'm into some weird stuff. You can (laughs) stick it in my butt. That's something he's into. I'm not. You know. Well, okay. So uh, for the ladies, would you be insulted (laughs) to hear? That he had bought a vibrator. You for don't his past tell girlfriend. the lady that you bought it for somebody well, the else. Thing is, I, I th- think that would be kind of funny. To be I, honest, like if after we've used it, be like, well, this is actually for my. Like I kind of think that that would be. Fu- I wouldn't be insulted. You are by on it. the fence. Yeah, yeah. Like yes, for sure. Right I, I know I am on the fence. But like, would you guys be that bothered if he had bought a vibrator for his past girlfriend and then didn't give it to her? I what? just think it's funny that people think people don't have pasts. Like, yeah. yeah, they they have past lives and like they lived and things exist. But I can see why he wouldn't want to give it and and be like, here's a fresh gift for you because he knows she has that already. And he would be a bad gift buyer if he bought her the exact same thing, just in a different color. I right, something just, listen, so I, I would I, play the angle if he really wants to give it to her. I'd play the angle of. This was for someone else a long time ago. I've had it in my closet. It's got dust on it. Let's get freaky and take it out. Um, I like that. But. Or just give it to a friend I, of yours. I, I, I'm the type of person, like, I waste money, like, left and right. I'm like, who wants money? Just, like, throw it out. I don't even have money, and I'm wasting money that I don't even have. I would throw in the garbage. That's the type of person I am. Really? Yeah. I throw I, I, I throw know that I away. wouldn't want a secondhand necklace. Something that's more personal. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want like a shirt that he bought for somebody else, or like a ring. <laughs> but you or, wouldn't mind a vibrator. I wouldn't mind a vibrator. <laughs> Interesting. I, that's I, that, a for very... some reason, that wouldn't <laughs> bother me. As of course, much. if it was unused, you are, especially is, if I had the same model. You are an onion. I mean, yeah, that's his. Marty he Kinnis. has a total in, in right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If she's has it, he can be like, "Oh my god, I have the same model that I bought with this." <laughs> freaking stupid ex that yes. I don't want to and I'm not talking to yeah. anymore or whatever do you want to do and see what her reaction is and be like 
you sure. want it? You want to do that? That's his in, like, a yeah. saying like we're meant to be together. We picked yeah. out the same yeah. vibrator. <laughs> if he's like, oh my God. And like whipped out Remember that butt stuff talk we had? <laughs> Let's use the Sarah vibrator. Exactly. Honey. No, I think I think that's good. I think other Are gifts, I wouldn't re-gift. The Sarah vibrator? Sure. They could, yeah. You could just and watch us just fuck not. Sarah over. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to swear. I'm sorry. I actually have no idea what the rules are. I was sworn oh, okay. a couple of times. Oh, we are. I got yeah. a thumbs up. Oh, cool. It's Playboy. Thumbs oh, up. Fuck yeah, it's Playboy. No, but I thought like syndication. They want to be on different networks. I think um, we have to be clean. A I'm sorry. Bit. I'm, I, yeah, I, that's Josh. The first although network. I said like asshole and shit two times okay. already on this show. Anyway, we'll start it next time if we're supposed to be cleaner. Don't you like how both of our host seats have a Playboy magazine? I in front through of us? it. Did you? When I was getting bored with Josh's oh, talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I saw you zoning out there for a little bit. Well, there's nudie, there's nudie pictures. Yeah, All well, right, we're not going to get another overanalyzed question in, but feedback Ooh. on our first show at Playboy, pretty freaking cool. You guys awesome. have both been to other studios. This yeah. is the best one so far, for right? For sure. This Absolutely. is the king of Maybe all. we'll start periscoping. So people can, I don't even know. I just throw out like social. You don't even know what that means. I have no freaking clue. (laughs) Anyway, for people who want to send in questions to overanalyze this, send them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of our show, I believe are still going to go out on Thursdays, but I do not know. So just try going on Thursday and download. If it's not there, it'll be out there someday shortly afterwards. But you guys are awesome. You got us to Playboy. Please continue listening. Please share this show with as many people as you can so that we can get bigger and better and continue to improve ourselves. You guys are awesome. You're wonderful. Thanks to our guests, Thank you. Marissa Thank and you. Josh. Please plug. <laughs> Don't make a joke. Please <laughs> promote yourselves. <laughs> plug yourself with the Sarah vibe. Yeah, exactly. We got it for Chloe, but it's still the Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, okay, so I have a, a web series with my girl sketch group. We're called Those Girls, and you can look us up on YouTube at 20s versus 30s. I also have a hilarious short film that you should check out. It's called Hazel and Lewis Animal Agents, and it's it blown up in the festival circuit. So Yay. check that out with my it's buddy really Cy Can. He's super talented. Cool. And now you. And I'm blowing up in the farmer's market circuit. Mm-hmm. Huge. No, I don't um, uh, you guys can just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Makuga, M-A-C-U-G-A, and my show Between the Sheets, youtube.com slash Between the Sheets TV. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And to my lovely guest who looks fantastic today. Oh, Spanx. Thanks for letting us come over to Playboy. You're welcome. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have happened without you. <laughs> no. Anyway. Follow me you. on Twitter. Yes, Thank follow. you very much. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Real giving here. At Kristen Carney. Thank you. And at Ask Women Podcast. 